eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You want the upper hand in your fantasy football leagues? Then you've come to the right place. To the right place. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. Okay, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Faraz, Zach, here to answer your Week 15 Start Sit questions. If you made it here, you're asking Start Sit questions. That probably means that you're in the playoffs. And I don't want any, you know, you know, uh, toilet bowl questions. Okay. If you're in a <laughs> consolation bracket, okay, please don't waste my time. All right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'd rather get be... a toilet bowl question than a consolation bracket because in a toilet bowl, you're playing for something. You're playing to avoid that punishment. So a consolation bracket. Yeah, there's no reason. And especially That's if you're in a consolation bracket and you're picking up players off the waiver, like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're Listen, man, honestly, else. you know, if you're here listening and, and watching and you're, you're in the toilet bowl, you're in the consolation bracket. Good for you. Good for you. I'm glad you didn't. You're glad you didn't give up here. Uh Big news, man. Big news. Uh, and that's uh, Mike White. Yeah. No Mike White this weekend. The doctors wouldn't clear him for this game. Zach Wilson was just promoted to the number two spot this weekend. He's going to get the start in Mike White's place. This is not ideal. This no. is not ideal <laughs> at all. Uh, I'm moving Garrett Wilson down. I'm, I had him at wide receiver 10 this week. And uh, I'm not, I'm not going to go completely off of him. Like I'm only moving him down to wide receiver 16. Okay, right. so that's still a solid wide receiver too. Uh, there were two games with Zach Wilson before the Jets week 10 bye where Wilson did his thing, you know, six for 115. I think that was good for the wide receiver 11 finish and then eight for 92, which was good for the wide receiver 15 or 16 finish. So still solid wide receiver two numbers there. You know, and those weren't cake matchups, you know, against New England and Buffalo. This is right. a good matchup against the Lions. You know, Jeff Okuda is good, but he isn't a shutdown corner, right? Uh, he, like, I, I understand, like, we want to think of this as a, a huge, drastic situation. And it is because the, 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 Jets, the Jets' offense definitely takes a hit here for sure. Uh, right. But he, it's not like, you know, he's going – Garrett Wilson's going straight to the bench for me or anything like that. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, I wonder if this is going to light – 
a fire maybe under Zach Wilson a little bit. I'm not sure. You know, that time off, it might, you know, maybe do a little uh, of a bit, cause a little bit of change. I'll hope so, because as a Jets fan, this is a big game. Yeah. No, it is. And I wonder, you know, with Zach Wilson, like, will they be able to keep up with the Lions offense? I think their defense will help them to do that. But you have to, you know, think you just have these terrible memories of that game against the Patriots where they put up how many yards in the second half? Was it seven? Something like that. Uh, it was yeah. a really bad number. Yeah, it was just horrific. So you have that. This in your was mind. The, the this was the last Zach Wilson start. Uh, the week after the bye, this is the second time they played New England in New England. Yeah, so that that leaves a sour taste, and now he's coming back, and he's going to be starting this week. I think he's going to be all right, but this that isn't the same offense like we said with Mike White at the at quarterback. Um, he did a lot better of a job getting the ball to his playmakers than Zach Wilson had been doing. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't move off of Garrett Wilson completely. Um, I saw one of the first comments when we got in here and it looks like it was just sent again. Um, Jazz Pope wants to know, was Zach Wilson starting? Do you start Garrett Wilson? Or should you start Christian Watson instead? I think I'd start Christian Watson here because <laughs> I don't know what to expect well, I, of Garrett Wilson anymore. It's funny because I had Christian Watson as my wide receiver 11 yeah. right behind Garrett Wilson. So now Christian Watson moves into the top 10 yep. with this news. Yeah. So I think now, in this, in this case, I would start Christian Watson, but yeah, I think, Garrett Wilson now becomes benchable in, 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 some, in some cases. In some cases, because you might have been starting him over some studs. So, yeah, he does become – Garrett Wilson does become benchable at this point if you were starting him over some of your studs because he became a stud over right. the last couple of weeks. Uh, now, despite how much I loved Elijah Moore as, like, this desperate upside start this week, I'm moving him down to my wide receiver 37 on the week. He still has the best matchup of any slot wide receiver this week. Remember, he moved to the slot pretty much full-time now. He's a full-time player now. Corey Davis is likely to be out, so he's still startable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we don't have a big – we don't have a great history between Zach Wilson and Elijah Moore this year, uh, but now that he's a full-time player, now that he's in the slot rather than the outside in an amazing matchup, I'm still okay starting Elijah Moore, but – not as excited, not anywhere nearly as excited as I was coming into this week because uh, yeah. I'm a big Elijah Moore fan. But, you know, Mike White was, you know, giving me some hope that Elijah Moore could have had a could have had a huge week this week. Yeah. And the whole offense in general, general, like I wonder what the shift is going to be, you know, maybe in the over under for the game. And obviously you don't want to say one player makes it a monumental shift, but it's a really different offense with Zach Wilson at the helm. So I think it's interesting to see how that's going to play out because, this could have been a game where, and I expect the Jets, you know, to hold their own on defense. It's not the Lions are going to go up by thirty, but it, this was a game that I figured would be pretty close and competitive. You know, with the way that these offenses work and the defenses, you know, are also. I mean, obviously the Jets' defense is very good, and Lions' defense has been playing better as of late. Um, it looked like the Jets had the advantage maybe on both sides, but now um, I, I'd say that the Lions have the advantage in terms of their defense over the Jets' offense at this point. I mean, unless Zach Wilson comes out and looks, like we said, drastically different. I'm not really moving Zonovan Knight down too much. They might lean on him even more if this game is close. The offense might take a hit in terms of scoring opportunities, but there's a potential for more volume for Knight. So not really moving him down a, a whole lot. Like the offense takes a hit, but more volume. So kind of net-net similar for me. Yeah, uh, He's still my RB15, RB16-ish. I haven't decided just yet on the week. Uh, because he's shown that he's a good running back. And I think the Jets are going to lean on him more this week. Yeah. 
And that would make sense, especially with the quarterback situation the way that it is. And even with Mike White, you know, being Mike White, he plays pretty well. And at this point, you know, better than Zach Wilson, it still makes sense to involve him because Mike White is still a guy that doesn't have a whole lot of experience under center. Um, and he's going to be dumping it off a lot. Like we saw, he, the thing about Mike White is he doesn't try to do too much. And we see Zach Wilson do that sometimes. And when you don't try to do too much, that's what unlocks the receiving ability of the running backs. And that's why I think Zonovan Knight, you know, he's been making some money that way. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to see if that continues. You know, if he's able to continue to get those targets with Zach Wilson at quarterback, that's something I'm going to be keeping an eye on this week. I agree. That's definitely a concern for me, and that's part of the reason why I might, you know, move him down a spot or two uh, because right. of the fact that you know I think he had he was five of five, three of three, and two for two in terms of he caught all of his uh, targets over the last three weeks from Mike White. Uh, we'll see. You know, if Zach, if Zach Wilson, hopefully the coaching staff tells him, like, hey, listen, you have a couple of good receivers you know, at the running back position, dump it off if you don't have anything, right? And that's right. that's the move. Hoping, hope, hopefully Zach uh, can do something there. So, you know, we'll see. You know, I'm. Uh, it, it, it does suck, this news overall, just as a Jets fan, but also the fantasy impact uh, of this news. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, the Jets were such a fantasy-friendly offense, you know, especially in yep. this game against the Lions. Uh, and now, you know, you know, the hopes aren't as high. It gets uh, turned upside down the first week of playoffs, too. Like, talk about inconvenient. If you picked up Mike White and you've been starting him the past few weeks, or anybody, really, Garrett Wilson, he's been playing pretty well. Like, this is a pretty big change for the first round, you know. It, it, it could decide some matchups. Yeah, no, 100%, man. Um, so, let's talk about last night's game quickly before we answer some questions here. Um, <laughs> dude, it's funny, man. Like, Christian McCaffrey, like, you know, we were talking about this game. And, yeah. you know, Christian McCaffrey was literally, if you saw last night's game, Christian McCaffrey was the entire 49ers offense. Like he was. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of what we expected, right? Especially with Debo Samuel out. But McCaffrey had 26 carries, he had eight targets. If I'm not mistaken, he had all six of his catches or maybe five of them in the first half. So he had like seven he had or eight five, targets in, I the think in the first half. Yeah. Five in the first half. So like, yeah, uh, he, he was he was killing it. So 34 total opportunities for Christian McCaffrey. Jordan Mason didn't see a snap until the second half uh, yeah. when this game was potentially a little bit, you know, when they had a couple of touchdown lead, uh, you know, over the Seahawks. Um, Tyler Lockett, unfortunately, you know, it looks like he had a decent game in this one. Uh, mm -hmm. But unfortunately, it looks like he has a broken finger and he could be out potentially the rest of the season. And that yeah. would that would suck. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad. You know, maybe he, hopefully he could be out just a week. But if he, if he needs to have surgery, on that finger then it's possible that he's out for at least a couple of weeks and that would that would suck a lot yeah uh, because he's been killing it for your fantasy teams uh does dk metcalf get a little bit of a boost probably he'll probably get a higher target share you know moving mm -hmm. forward uh maybe marquise goodwin can step up a little bit um but you know it, it kind of downgrades gino and obviously downgrades your fantasy team if you don't have Lockett moving forward yeah i, I figure in this situation tyler Lockett would have missed time that DK Metcalf wouldn't be the beneficiary more than Marquise Goodwin. I think Marquise Goodwin would be the beneficiary because DK Metcalf, he's been locked in for a workload with Tyler Lockett on the field. And like we said, they've been ranked right next to each other the past, like I think three or four weeks for us now because they get such a similar workload. Um, I don't think much is going to change. DK Metcalf is not going to be drawing more top coverage and he can beat anybody. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think Marquise Goodwin stands to benefit the most because he's going to have, an increase in target share, definitely. Like DK Metcalf, he might have a similar target share. I think the number of targets is going to stay the same. Um, Geno Smith has come back down to earth a little bit. It was a tough matchup last night. They did all right. 
But um, I, I think that Marquise Goodwin's the primary beneficiary there. And then with Christian McCaffrey, like you said, we said that he might have a crazy workload, and he did. And the funny thing is, you know, look at the way they were using him early in the game when it was a competitive game. If it wasn't for the defense just smothering Seattle, and this might be a problem the rest of the way for Christian McCaffrey, if they're just going to go up in these games and stay up, they're not going to have to pound him that much. But look at the usage in the first half. He had, I think, he had 20-some points at halftime. Like, this could have been a much yeah. bigger day if the game was competitive. So yeah, no 100%. Reason not to have him, there's no reason not to have him ranked as RB1 the rest of the way. Yeah, and then, you know, Jordan Mason started to come in. He had that big run. Um, yep. So, you know, he definitely could have had a bigger game. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, George Kittle, you know, took advantage of the great matchup against Seattle, actually came through. You know, it's really it's a good sign that Purdy was looking for him. And it was a great sign seeing Kittle do some stuff after the catch, something we haven't seen probably since like last year. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, if you watch the two touchdowns that he got, he was like wide open on both of them. The one was schemed up that way, and the other one was just a busted coverage. But on that second touchdown, the long one, he missed. He made Quandre Diggs miss, and then one of the linebackers, I forget the name, but he looked good doing it. You know, that's what I'm saying. So it looks like Brock Purdy's looking his way. Uh, the struggle continued. You know, uh, Brent Nayuk, he's riding the struggle bus because he's not getting looks from Brock Purdy, which is kind of concerning, especially with Debo out. I wouldn't really have him ranked very much higher. Then we had him this week the rest of the way. Um, but George Kittle, do you think this kind of vaults him in the top three? <laughs> I mean, with the way the tight end landscape is? Yeah, I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing. You know, you got to chalk it up to the matchup as well. This is one of the best matchups for tight ends, you know. So, you know, I kind of chalk it up to that as well. Uh, yeah. Brandon Ayuk also had a very tough matchup on the outside. We talked about that coming into the game, and that's what happened. You know, we, we did bet the under on his yardage that came through. Six for six, by the way, yeah, on last say, night's well. underdog. <laughs> six for six. If you played uh, our picks yesterday on underdog, you probably won some money. I got a ton yep. of DMs last night and into this morning, continuing to get DMs this morning, you know, with like, yeah, with just people sending me screenshots uh, of their entries. So that that that's awesome. Glad you guys were able to cash in on that. Um, Kenneth Walker, you know, was looked fine. Like, you know, this was a tough matchup, but he looked decent. And, you know, if you started him, like 11 PPR fantasy points, sure, fine against the 49ers. If you didn't start him, fine. Because, like, you know, you, yeah. it's not like you lost a huge ceiling day. So either way, you're probably okay, um, regardless yeah. of the decision that, that you made. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to some, some start sick questions now. Um, and then we're going to do some drafting in underdog. We have a couple games. We have three games on Saturday. So we're going to draft the team on underdog for Saturday. And then we're going to do a, another draft uh, for, for the Sunday games. So right. double the action today all right Probably, yeah. um master mac oda great call on Ayuk. you both saved me big time thank you no problem master mac great name um let's <laughs> get into some, get into some questions let's do it um should i play sean is asking should i play goddard over Conquo if he's back yeah. this is a good question because can goddard be on a snap count he can be um okay. i like Oconquo, but yeah if goddard's back I'm playing him. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to the way the, for me. the way the offense is moving, you know, that it's a pretty good matchup. You know, they're playing the Bears. I, I think that this is pretty easy for me. I'd start Goddard, Goddard, especially if you've been missing him these past few weeks. Oconquo's good, but I think Goddard on a good offense has better touchdown upside than Oconquo uh, this week. I agree. I agree. That, that's that's how I'll play it as well. Uh, Aaron hurt. <laughs> Sorry, you almost did it. Aaron, almost did it. I almost did it. Aaron Henderson is asking <laughs> um, Dulcich, Okonkwo, or Everett this week. Um, you know, I think it's close, man. This is probably are they like these guys are like back to back in my rankings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I think Everett is. Yes, I have eight. Everett at seven, Dulcich at eight, and Okonkwo at nine. So the straight easy answer would just be Everett, right? Yeah, but I want to change my rankings now. As you say, out of um, context, you know. You just look at no, it that I, way. I, like, so now that, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm still going Everett here. It's close, though. Yeah. I mean, I like I like Oconquo as well without, um, without what's his name? Without Traylon um, Burks. Traylon Burks in, but still, I think I'm leaning, leaning Everett in this matchup. They all have good matchups this week. Yeah. I think Everett has it's a safer close. floor. If you want to play upside, I would go maybe Oconquo because Everett's competing with now Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Josh Palmer. So I think yeah. Oconquo might have a better workload, but Everett's clearly on a better offense, I think. And the touchdown, I think he has a better chance to score a touchdown than Oconquo, I think, um, even though he's looked good, Oconquo, these past few weeks. Dulcich, I- I'm not sure. I mean, Russell Wilson, he might play, right? So maybe. Yeah, he might play. But I don't trust the Broncos offense as much as I do the Chargers. So, yeah, I'd go with Everett, too. It's close. What's up, guys? Tejas is asking, what's up, guys? I'm in round one. This week in a bit of a pickle with two things. Thanks for the introduction, Tejas. Now for your question. If Ramondre is out, do I start Dobbins or Foreman in PPR? Do I start Dallas defense or Green Bay defense? Okay. So if Ramondre is out, are you going Dobbins or Foreman? I'm leaning Foreman personally. Yeah. What about uh, you? I think so. Dobbins didn't look 100%. Foreman got the yeah. workload last week. He just didn't have any Sport. of the splash plays. That kind of went yeah. to Chuba Hubbard. Um, I'm not expecting that to continue. Uh, the volume is much more reliable than the production that we saw from Juba Hubbard last week. So I would go with Foreman, I think, definitely. I think Foreman has the upside to get 20 carries in any given right. week, and Dobbins Which doesn't. Which he did. Yeah. So, Dobbins doesn't. Especially Dobbins with Gus Edwards it. getting healthier. Yeah, they're going to be right it was there. It was a 50-50 split uh, between Dobbins and Edwards last week. So, yeah. you know, and, I, and you saw that long run, right? Dobbins did not look like, him, like yeah. 100% at all. No. Um, so yeah, I'm going Foreman here. What about Dallas defense or Green Bay? Um, you know, Green Bay, they're going up against the Rams this week. Dallas, they got Jacksonville. I'm still going with a better defense here, and I'm going Dallas personally. 
Yeah, Dallas didn't record a sack for the first time this season last week. I feel like they're going to come back with a vengeance, and that's going to score a lot of points. You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the defense played well. Uh, they've been playing well the whole season. Green Bay is yeah. tempting because they are playing the Rams, but they looked – I mean, obviously it was within the last three minutes. They looked half decent with Baker Mayfield at quarterback. This isn't the same offense that played the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago and did absolutely nothing. Um, I, I think that – that's tempting, but I would go with Dallas defense too. But it's, it's close. It is close. Um, let's see. User Sill. Is that your name? Is asking. Uh, Mostert or Gus Edwards this week? Snow game. Jeff Wilson a little bit banged up. I think I'm going Mostert. Yeah, I think Mostert is more locked in for that workload. Um, I don't expect Jeff Wilson to play this week, like you said. So, you and it's a snow game. They, they might rely on the run game a little bit more. Gus Edwards. Um, we just talked about J.K. Dobbins, you know, being 50-50 split, maybe not having a complete grip on the workload. I think it's the same thing for Gus Edwards. So go with the safer bet in this situation in terms of volume. I, yeah, I, even I, if Jeff Wilson plays. I mean, Jeff Wilson did return to practice yesterday uh, in a limited fashion. You know, if he does practice today, I would think he's going to play. But at the same time, I think Mostert will be the 1A given that injury to Jeff Wilson. So yeah, just go with go with Mostert either way, I would say. How do you feel and – and I understand, let me – also bring up the fact that Gus Edwards does have a great matchup, right, against Cleveland. Yeah. So I, I understand, you know, where that's going. Hey, how about this? It's a snow game. It's going to be a messy game. I'll say this. If Jeff Wilson is off the injury report going into the weekend, I would play Gus Edwards. Uh, I would play Gus Edwards. That's how I would do with it. So if Jeff Wilson's off the injury report going into the weekend, I'll play Gus Edwards. If not, I would roll with Raheem Mostert. That's how right. I play. There you go. So are you basing that um, kind of on, yeah. on the injury report? You think, you know, he might be on a snap count? Uh, limited in some fashion? Maybe? Yeah, essentially limited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if that's the case where he most was like the clear 1A to me, and I'd rather yeah. play the clear 1A on a good off, on a decent offense. I was going to say good offense, because, but then I'm thinking about the Bills, and then I'm mm-hmm. thinking about a, a, what a terrible game script, uh, what, what a terrible, like, the weather conditions this, this game is going to be in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, do I really want to? go through yeah. that and, and like I, it's a shitty defense you yeah, know like i, I said a shitty offense. yeah like i said um dolphins don't belong in the snow they're just gonna be flopping around i think so flopping around dolphins gonna be flopping around in buffalo yeah um yeah but I, that's actually a closer question than now that i'm thinking about it more um mm-hmm. i guess edwards is probably the safer bet but i i, I still lean most of jeff wilson's banged up okay All right moving on Alvaro Marquinez asking, how do you feel about Saquon this week? Should I bench him for Zeke or Bam Knight, or is he too good to bench? Um, Saquon practiced in full on Wednesday, which is a good sign that he's fine and he's good to go. So, yeah, right. now, I would not bench him for, for either. Um, I think, you know, Zeke, Zeke is obviously the safest bet. I'll play Zeke over Bam Knight. Um, and then the question would be between Saquon and Zeke. I think I only have these guys like four or five spots apart. So it's probably yeah. closer than you think. Um, you know, Zeke, you know, probably is a safer option, but Saquon yeah. at the end of the day, you know, he gets a lot of targets. He's a PPR option, um, better PPR option, better floor, I would say. And if he scores, he has that 20 point upside that Zeke doesn't. Yeah. And I think that's pretty easy. We know what Saquon can be. And he actually had a pretty good game against Washington two weeks ago. And that's who he's playing this week. And obviously he was limited last week with the stinger. Um, like we said, he's a full participant in practice. It's pretty easy for me. You know, we know Saquon has a ceiling. Um, the whole thing about Zeke this season is that he doesn't have that ceiling and he's been a floor play. And if Saquon wasn't playing, then yeah, you would play Zeke, but Saquon's playing, start him. You drafted him high, I'm assuming. So 
I, I would definitely start Saquon this week, even though Zeke, you know, he might be in for a good matchup, but I'm not sure how much I want to continue to bet on him having this scoring streak, you know, right. at some point, right. something's got to give Tony Pollard, especially with him playing so well. Um, he's due maybe for a, a quiet day when he's next few weeks. Alex Sandoval has a good question here. If Higgins is limited again today, but they say he'll play, are you trusting him? The answer to that question is no. My other flex options are Donovan Peoples-Jones and either Bucks running back if Ramondre plays. If Ramondre plays, what does Ramondre mm-hmm. playing have to do with this? I guess I guess Ramondre might mean doesn't play. Party. Okay. Maybe if he doesn't play. Okay. So, mm. okay, either way. Forget about Ramondre for a second. So, yeah. DPJ or either Bucks running back over Higgins. I would still play Higgins in this scenario, personally. Yeah. I would, it's oh, tough to I trust. Would, it, it's tough to trust Higgins, but it's not yeah. like you have this amazing, these amazing options where I would feel okay benching Higgins. Right. Like if he's it's, active again... I feel like Higgins, you know, there's a better chance that Higgins is going to play a normal workload than not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you don't you figure that won't happen two weeks in a row, right? I mean, it's, it seems, yeah, you figure, but I think I'm in agreement here. DPJ, he's not a slam dunk start just on his own, like regardless of whether you're replacing Higgins with him or not. I, I think he's more of a wide receiver three flex with some upside, but I think Higgins, if he plays, you know, he has the upside to be a wide receiver one any given week. Especially Higgins, with Tyler Boyd out. T. Higgins is practicing in full today. Right. So there you okay, go. Okay, so that's good. So now that he has yeah. the full practice, a little bit more confident in him. So yes, yeah. play Higgins. Maybe, the, maybe they just don't put him through warm-ups next week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they can't tweak yeah, anything. For sure. Uh, Jason's asking Everett or Goddard. Um, we're going Goddard here, right? Yeah. I, I think Goddard slides in as you know a top tight end. You know, One of the top three, four, five uh, whenever he plays. Tejas, with another question, are you guys trusting Andrews this week? Um, yeah. Like, who else are you going to trust? Kelsey? That's it. Yeah. Like, you know, That's at the it. end of the day, it, it's, it looks like Tyler Huntley is going to play. That's what yeah. it seems like to me. So, uh, you know, remember, last year, Mark Andrews was a, a, an amazing tight end. He was, he, that's, the reason why he finished as the overall tight end one last year was because of Tyler Huntley. Okay, so just yeah. keep that in mind. Don't overthink it uh, going into this week. There are fond memories of that, but it should be noted, you know, he didn't get a whole lot of targets last week with Tyler Huntley when he was in, you know, or at least yes. they weren't high-quality targets. It was, a, it was a rough day at the office for the Ravens offense overall, but um, he, he was a little bit quieter than I expected him to be. I had him in a couple of DFS lineups. Um, for sure. Yeah. Anderson Rodriguez is asking, hello, guys. PPR question. Olave against Falcons. Godwin against the Bengals. Watson judy my other options please pick two thank you How this boy. is close man a lot of good <laughs> a lot of good uh options here uh my first my first guy is watson christian watson's in and then it's yeah. between olave and godwin and yeah. i think i lean godwin here so i think i'm going to watson and godwin yeah i'm, go- I'm going with godwin too Watson okay. and Godwin makes sense. Assume, yeah assuming christian watson yeah so I, I would go with godwin here the thing about olave is i want to say him I don't like Andy Dalton at quarterback um, or really any Saints quarterback that could play. So I'm just going to leave that at that. Chris Godwin, I think, is the guy. Appreciate the super chat, Anderson. Um, I think it's time to do some underdog drafts. What do you yeah. think? Everybody who didn't get their answer to the question, don't worry. 
we'll be done with these. Okay. These drafts literally take like five minutes. So yeah. like we'll be back. You know, we're going to do this draft live so you guys know who we like this weekend. And then we're going to get right back into the questions. All right. Just, just something quick. I came up yes, on my please. sleeper. I don't know if this is old news, but Odell is going to join us, quote unquote. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones told USA Today Sports yesterday. Is that new? That is new. Like that is new, and we have to acknowledge it because you're you're a Cowboys fan, so we have to acknowledge. Well, no, this. not only to become a Cowboys fan, but this is Odell. Like people have been stashing him. I don't know. Like, I don't think that's interesting. That he's going to think it's going to affect the regular season. I don't think it's going to affect the regular season. Yes, um, there's a good chance that he will, with the complete goal of getting ready for a playoff game or two, and then I'll look into the future. But most of it being about now. So it looks like Jerry Jones is saying that he's going to be good, like to join the Cowboys for the for the playoffs. All right, that's interesting. Go. Yeah, it is interesting. Bye bye, T. Y. Hilton. Um, <laughs> yeah, what do we say? <laughs> if this was the if this was the case, what did they sign T. Y. Hilton for? <laughs> I have no <laughs> right? idea, dude. I have no idea. All right, let's get into some underdog stuff. Okay, so there are two. Okay, there are a couple of tournaments that underdog is uh, highlighting. Okay. The first one is the gauntlet. Okay, I want to talk to you guys talk to you guys about the gauntlet real quick. This is the 2022 playoff gauntlet. Okay. When you draft these guys, you're drafting players who are going to score the most points during the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. Yes, we do not know who is going to be in the playoffs, but if you can draft a team right now who, you know, could potentially make the playoffs and you can get some values, you know, based on the drafts and stuff like that. Remember, this is a draft. Okay. So players who you who might not make the playoffs or who you think might get a first round buy, those players might be at a discount right now. Okay. So if you draft them right now, you might end up with a team that is just ridiculous because you got them yeah. at a value. Teams like if you draft Garrett Wilson, for example, if you don't think the Jets are going to make the playoffs, Garrett Wilson, you know, isn't like scream like the Jets don't scream playoffs right now, but yeah. Garrett Wilson might be cheap. And on top of that, you know, there's not great vibes around him and Mike White right now, right? Because Mike White's out. So those are the type of things you can take advantage of. Second thing, there's three games on Saturday. There's a contest called the Saturday Skirmish, which is a $5 entry with $100,000 in prizes. Okay, so that Saturday Skirmish, $12,000 goes to first place uh, and $100,000 total to distribute to a lot of the top winners in that contest and then the battle royale which is which goes on every single week for week 15 there's 10 games in that in that uh slate five dollar entry two hundred thousand dollars in prizes with twenty thousand dollars going to first place okay so what we're going to do is first we're going to hit the saturday skirmish we're going to enter that right now right five dollars let's get it popping these are actually very fun you know when you think about it especially if if you're out of the playoffs and you want something that you know do in these last few weeks they're actually very fun to play um and it's pretty easy to win you know you you only have to be in like the top 30 percent you know to, to win some money so it's actually pretty good it really is um this draft is about to start soon so there are four teams there's gonna be four teams in this draft um and then yeah and then you kind of um, we're basically picking at the second spot here okay yeah. so let's let's think about this for a second here Okay, um, let's see. Let's think about this for a second. So, who would you want? Like looking at the screen here, who do you want at number one? If if who is your ideal guy to drop to you here? Justin Jefferson, yeah. Josh Allen. It's not Josh Allen for me no. in this game, right? Probably Jefferson. 
So let's say Jefferson gets taken off the board here. Like, I don't know if I want Diggs. I don't know if I want Tyreek. No. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, Mark Andrews, Jalen Waddell. You know, like this is an interesting slate because there's only three games, right? So right. Who, who are we going? So Je- Jefferson went off the board. Who has the highest ceiling out of these guys? Like, should we go Taylor? Should we go Josh Allen? Like, those are the know. two guys that I'm looking at here. Like, yeah, Chubb's been quiet, but you wonder, do you think he could have a good game? Like, how do you want to do this? Do you want to get a stack of some sort? Because that seems I don't to be think so. the best way to go. Oh, about how, it. Maybe we can go with like a Matt Ryan. I'm going Jonathan Taylor here because we yeah. only have four seconds to pick. Josh, right, Jonathan again. Taylor, you know, he's in a good matchup, right, against the Vikings. Um, I think Matt Ryan's going to be able to move the ball there. Josh Allen just got to take it to third pick. But, you know, if this game, if the snow game happens like how we think it's going to happen, Josh Allen might have a down game, right? right? So maybe taking him at the second pick might not have been the best move, right? So that's why I'm going Jonathan Taylor here. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. And so. this is actually, <laughs> there's a lot at play, you know, with these three games because of that snow game it pretty much nullifies a lot of upside for these players. Definitely. Now, so we're starting one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one tight end, and one flex. Okay. Uh, Dalvin Cook is available here. Mark Andrews is available. Um, Those are the best guys available right now. TJ Hawkinson. Michael Pittman, I love. You think we can get Michael Pittman coming around? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I think we could. Are we going Dalvin or Andrews here? Five seconds. Uh, I'll go with Dalvin. I think that'll be our second flex, right? Yes, that's going to be our our, our, our flex. Yes, that's going to be our flex. Now, Mark Andrews just got taken right after us. Right. I really like Michael Pittman. Can we just do it now? Let's just do it. it. Michael Pittman as our wide receiver one this week. So we're starting. How many wide receivers we're starting? Two wide receivers. Yes. Yeah. So we got we got we got our running back. We got our flex. We got one of our wide receivers. We need one more wide receiver, one quarterback, and one tight end. Let's see. Who's That's still on the board? We need a tight end, you said? Yes. So, Hawkinson's still on the board. He's our probably yeah. – Najoku. I'm going Najoku, too. Najoku would be good. Do you think we could, like, scoop him up late? <laughs> Do you think he's going to go? I don't think so, dude. Like, he's he's right here, you know, not too far off. So, I'm thinking maybe we go – maybe we do, like, a stack with Kirk and, and – no, TJ Hawkinson just got off the board. So out of the quarterbacks that are on the board, we kind of need to go Kirk, don't we? Yeah, I think he's in the best matchup. I mean, you don't want to go Kirk t- or Joker right now. Yeah. Is Tyler Huntley on the board? Like, Tyler Huntley is, is on the board. He know, might he have is. a little bit of upside. So it's either we go to Joker. He's not the thing about Tyler Huntley, no one's drafting like a Ravens pass catcher besides Mark Andrews. So that would minimize the damage his passing touchdowns might do. You know, if you if you think about competitively, nobody else is going to be scoring points if Tyler Huntley's throwing the ball in, unless they have Mark Andrews. That's true. I just I just took Njoku because we were running out of time. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So we have Taylor, Dalvin Cook, Michael Pittman, David Njoku, uh, Raheem Mostert was just taken off the board. Nice little contrarian pick there. We're yeah. one off the board. If we have Kirk Cousins here, we're taking him. Yeah, okay, that's true. I feel Kirk, like is, Kirk, Kirk is on the board here. All right, Kirk we're doing is on the board. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, he's the, he's our best option right now. We have one more pick left. So we need what, what do we need? Another wide receiver? Yes, I think so. <laughs> are we going with the stack with Paris Campbell? I think we are, dude. I think we are. We're going <laughs> obviously we couldn't get Matt Ryan. 
Yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt, taking Matt Ryan, honestly, probably would have been the move. You know? Yeah, it could have been. Just to get is he still stack. on the board? He is still on the board, but it's all right. We, we got Kirk here. Um, and I think this is our last pick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is our it last is, pick. It is, yes. So we need a wide receiver. So we're going to go with uh, – we got we got all the Colts. We got Michael <laughs> Pittman. Hey, oh, dude. it's not that bad to have a bunch of players from the same team because we saw what won it pretty much for a lot of teams last week was the Eagles. You know, people stacked up Jalen Hurts. People stacked up A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. And it worked out pretty well for them. So All right, don't so be afraid. Right now. Yeah, we got Kurt. We our our team is Kurt Cousins at quarterback, Jonathan Taylor and Dalvin Cook, Michael Pittman and Paris Campbell, and then David Njoku. Not bad, not bad. No, uh, you know the 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 Matt Ryan. I like this team. I feel like a Matt Ryan stack would have been dope. I feel like that's the way we should have played. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, but we were okay. looking at Kirk, you look at Kirk Cousins like he's he's liable to have a good day too. But Matt yeah, Ryan against the Vikings pass defense, maybe, maybe we missed. Well, you know what? This there. is the good thing. You know, Kirk Cousins is going up against Indy. Yeah. Right. So since he's going up against Indy, like if Matt Ryan's going to put up points, maybe on the other side of the ball, if this turns into a little bit of a shootout, Kirk Cousins can as well. So maybe we, yeah. we know. Maybe we look at it that way. All right, let's join the battle royale now. This is a five dollar entry. Um, this is a little bit of a longer draft. It takes all of five minutes. Uh, Two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> prize pool. Uh, yep. and how much? 25,000 in first place. 25. Oh my goodness. And isn't oh it 12, five to second? So it's like two very yeah. good prizes right there. That's you're going to be happy with it. hundred percent. All right. So yeah, by the way, like if you're listening to this, like we're streaming this live on YouTube, you can always catch it. Um, so we're waiting on two more people in this draft. This is a six person draft, uh, waiting for one more, but in the meantime, why don't we hit up a question or two? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The drum master one is asking standard league pick two, Godwin, Mike Williams, DPJ, or Chark. This is easy for me. Godwin and Mike Williams. You think Godwin? <laughs> I don't know. That seems funny to me. But he's been more of a PPR producer recently. I who, mean, his you, are, who are you playing over? Are you playing DPJ over him? He has he has gotten a lot of yards. I mean, he doesn't catch a whole lot of balls, but he does get high yardage. I'm not sure. It's it's a little bit closer. It sounds Zach. funny, but I don't play a whole lot of standard. I think Mike Williams is definitely <laughs> one of the guys, but I'm saying I don't want to overvalue Goblin because he could easily go seven or eight catches for 50 yards, which doesn't do a whole lot for you. Where DPJ, you know, he, he catches some long balls. Um, I think the safe pick would be Chris Goblin, but I'm tempted to pick DPJ. Man, that's crazy. No, I, I'm, I'm good. Like Cincinnati's given up the ninth most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last four weeks. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, uh, Chris Godwin on that one. I ain't benching right. Godwin for DPJ. Not me. Can't do it. Right. Um, How long until this draft starts? Uh, oh, uh, it didn't start yet, so let's go ahead. Let's, let's take another question. Um, start Taysom Hill or risk starting Goddard if he's available to play. I mean, starting Taysom Hill himself is a risk, so just play Goddard. Yeah. I don't think it's much of a risk to start Goddard. Like, I'm pretty no. sure he's playing this week, right? <laughs> like it, I don't think he's playing, that he's but not. the only risk is him playing limited snaps. That is a concern. Okay, we're on the board. Kelsey, Chase, Hurts, Henry off the board here. Who's on the board? Eckler, Devonte Adams, AJ Brown, Patrick Mahomes, Ceedee Lamb, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Do you Who go Devonte Adams? I think we go Devonte Adams here. Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to uh, get Eckler against Tennessee. Right, I'm with you on that one. Let's go Adams there. Oh, shit. We're in a draft with uh, Pete Overzet. 
That's awesome. Uh, Pete Overzet went Eckler and then Mahomes, and then we're gonna come back and who? Who are we gonna take here? Are we taking Tony Pollard? We're taking Josh? Yeah. Jacobs? Oh wait. Hmm. I mean, Tony Pollard's really tempting. I'm taking Pollard. I think you have to do Pollard here. <laughs> I'll take Pollard here. Uh, you know they're going up against Jacksonville. One of those situations where if Dallas can go up. Uh, big on them. The Patriots, you know, their run defense is relatively solid. Jacobs hasn't really s- had an issue <laughs> dealing with any sort of defenses defense lately. Uh, so, but this is a, a little bit of a tougher matchup for him. So that's why you know, I think Pollard has more upside than Jacobs right. this week. Even and though, well, if I had the choice in real in a real life scenario, and if I in redraft leagues, I would probably just start Jacobs over Pollard. Uh, yeah. But in this type of scenario, for the upside, I'm going Pollard. That's true. Yeah. And w- while we're here, I know we're in between picks right now, but um, it says a sleeper alert that Seahawks wide receiver Tyler Lock is expected to have surgery to repair and stabilize fractured finger. And it's possible he only misses one game. So that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. That would be pretty That'd good. Be great. Yeah. If that's the case. Hey, uh, I'm on Ross still on the board and we're two picks away. We're definitely oh. taking him, right? Yeah. I feel like you have to. Please. Um, yeah. The matchup. Yes. The, ma- yeah, the matchup is, isn't amazing, but no, it's still, not. it's Amara St. Brown. The upside is ridiculous. It's Amara St. Brown, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dog. Um, underdog, uh, underdog. <laughs> um, and you know Amara got that dog in him, right? Yeah. We got Tony so, Pollard, Devonta Adams, and Amara St. Brown uh, as our running back and three wide receivers, and uh, two wide receivers. So one quarterback, one running back, two wide receivers, one flex, and one tight end. That's how we have to roll. I think it's the same. Uh, roster settings is the last one, it right? It is, yeah. We're going Keenan Allen here. Keenan Allen or or Joe Burrow? I don't know. Is uh, Joe Burrow on the board? Some, this some, Joe Burrow is on the board here against Tampa. I guess you don't want to reach. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, that's true. I, I think I'm going Keenan Allen, dude. Yeah, do it. I think I'm going Keenan Allen against Tennessee. I'm doing it. Okay, so we got our three wide receivers. How many wide receivers do we have to start? Two wide Two, receivers right? and a flex. So that okay, covers so that means three that, spots. That yeah, we cover three spots. So quarterback and tight focus. end. Quarterback and tight end. There we go. All right. So the quarterback's available. Justin Fields, please make it back. Oh, man. How is he there? <laughs> so everybody has a quarterback except Richie. So if Richie doesn't take a quarterback, he just. And there he goes. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> well, okay. That was fun. We need, we need a tight end. We need another. Do we need another running back? No, you only need one running back. Okay, so Tony Pollard's our running back this week. Okay, mm-hmm. so we need a tight end, and, a and we need a quarterback. So who's available? So we got Dak, Trevor, Jared Goff, Tom Brady, Derek Carr. Man, I don't Do know. Do you about stack Derek Carr and Devontae Adams? I think so. If you have at Tony Pollard end, on your team, you don't take Dak, right? I think we can get some value at tight end here. There's a bunch of tight ends available. Yeah. I think we got to just maybe we stack Derek Carr because this Boy. is not a matchup that he's supposed to do good in. Yeah, so we that's just true. Take, we take Derek Carr and then he's <laughs> going to do fine. well, right? We're taking Derek Carr as like the chief Derek Carr haters. <laughs> we we, we just put Derek Carr over uh, DeAndre Hopkins and well, we didn't need we, we didn't need him anyway, but but still, yeah, that's hilarious. I love it. See, this is a true <laughs> contrarian lineup here. Yeah, this is just how it works. It's a different game playing daily versus season long. So definitely is. So Evan Ingram. Cole Komet, Okonkwo, Gerald oh. Everett, Dulcich, Goddard. Are we just going to go Goddard? Let's go for the you upside. could, but does, does Cole Komet call out your name at all? Like with Justin Fields? Against back? Philly? 
Against Philly? I don't know, man. Not against Philly. Not for me. All right. All right. I'm going. Let's go Goddard, dude. Like Goddard or Okonkwo would be like the two upside options for me. Yeah. I, I guess you play Goddard. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. why not? Let's go Goddard. We'll see how he does. Okay. Boom. Derek Carr, Tony Pollard, Devonta Adams, Amara St. Brown, Keenan Allen, Dallas Goddard. That's not bad, dude. No. That's not bad. I mean, and obviously, I, you know, you were shooting for the moon here, right? Yeah. So, like, I feel like this is a solid lineup. We just need Derek Carr to put up a couple touchdowns. That's what we need. Yeah. Why do I feel great about that stack? <laughs> I'm not a Derek Carr I, guy. I, I like it too because I hate Derek Carr. So this is yeah. extremely contrarian. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect, guys. Uh, so, yeah, you can join that. $5 entry. That's all it takes. That was fun. You can see how much fun that we just had. If you can see it on our faces here. Yeah. Uh, we, Look at we these smiles. Look at these smiles. All right. Let's get back to it. By the way, if you do sign up for Underdog, make sure you use the code upper hand because you will get your first deposit doubled. Up to $100. Okay, use code up hand when you do that. All right? right. By the way, I'm also going to have a bunch of underdog picks today for tomorrow's slate, three-game slate for the pick the ones that we got six out of six yesterday. I'm, I'm going to be putting up those today, and I'll be putting up another one tomorrow for the Sunday slate. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Let's move on. Bixico is asking... I have Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, but what about playing Matt Ryan with Paris Campbell or Tannehill? Um, There's a lot going so, on there. <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on here, Bixico. Uh, I will decipher your question. Basically, which quarterback to start? Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, or Tannehill? I think I lean Trevor Lawrence here. What about you? I've, yeah. Even though it's a tough matchup against Dallas, they've been playing better. Yes. Trevor Lawrence has been playing better. Who, I like who Tre- are you leaning towards behind Lawrence? I would have to go, dare I say, Matt Ryan because of the matchup against Minnesota. I don't think I don't, that's too bad, dude. Yeah, I don't think that's too far-fetched. The thing about Deshaun Watson no. is I still don't know what his upside is because even though he had a decent game last week, like I'm not sure. Maybe that's his ceiling for this season. I don't know. I don't think he's going to turn around and just suddenly look like prime 2019 Deshaun Watson. And it's not the <laughs> most amazing matchup in the world, right, against the Ravens this week. Yeah. So I, I think it would go Trevor Lawrence, like you said, and then Matt Ryan. I think that might be a little bit closer than, you know, at first look. Yeah. Matt Ryan. I, I be, lean Lawrence here. Yeah. Say. Just, I, I like, he just, he just, he just played very well right now. Yeah. 
He's playing much better than Matt Ryan is right now. Even though Matt Ryan, you know, he should be fine against the Vikings defense. Roy Cease is asking uh, Fournette, Foreman, Dobbins, or A.J. Dillon for a running back spot. I need upside play. Excuse me. I need an upside play after playing Walker and Ayuk last night. Um, I think the upside play is probably Foreman. Yeah, that's really the only one I like for upside of this bunch. Like for now, we know we talked about the Buccaneers running backs. They're good for 10 points each week. Dobbins, he's going to be splitting snaps with Gus Edwards and A.J. Dillon. And he hasn't been doing a whole lot this season at all. So he's not really in consideration for me over um, Foreman. I agree. Rock out. Appreciate the super badge. Uh, so, so PPR, not super badge. Super chat. Sorry. PPR, yeah. one running back, two flex. Swift, Brian Robinson, Pacheco, Zay Jones, and Seymour. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. Yeah, nice. Seymour, <laughs> Seymour, um, <see> what? <laughs> I would say that. The, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was looking for another message, <laughs> like yeah. a follow-up message. Um, I'm going with the three running backs here, man. I'm going Swift, Brian Robinson, and Pacheco. Yeah, same thing for me. I, I agree because I think if you put Swift in, you have the balance. Swift and Brian Robinson offers you the balance of floor and upside. Obviously, Swift being the upside, Robinson being the floor, and the Pacheco. He's just been good for that early down role, like we said. He's been producing. They've been using him in the run game. He's the guy in the run game. Uh, no reason to worry about him each week. Yeah, and, and Zay Jones might be fine. Like, the matchup is okay. Uh, yeah. It's not amazing like it was last week. Right. Uh, ben is asking. Ben Foshnacht is asking. Kamara? <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Kamara, McLaurin, or Christian Watson this week? Pretty easily Christian Watson for me. Yeah, that one's really easy for me, too. Even though Terry McLaurin's been playing better, the upside is sky high with Christian Watson, where Terry McLaurin's more of just a sure thing. Jordan Chavez, how do you guys feel about Rex Burkhead or just the Houston running back situation in general? Just avoid. Yeah, not just not avoid. a fan, not a fan of that backfield. And it's not; it might not even be Rex Burkhead. It could be Darry Okunbowale, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was gonna. You know, say Benjamin that. got carries, right? They they yeah, picked him he up. Just got, he just got cut. He Did got he get cut. cut? It, yeah, and you know why he got cut? I didn't even see that. The report, the report just came out that he got cut because of his bad attitude. <laughs> Man, yeah. So that must have been why he was cut. He 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 was cut uh, from the Cardinals too. Yeah, hmm. it's possible because that was weird, right? Um, yeah, that one came out of the blue. When the Cardinals one. Wait, where, where did he go? Did he go straight from the Cardinals to Texans, or did he make a stop in Denver? Or no, am he I, didn't am stop I, in Denver. Am I, am I mixing up? Am I mixing two things up? I'm mixing two things up. Um, yeah. Oh, um, I'm thinking about Chase Edmonds. Chase, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. They both. I get. It, they're both. Um, Dolphins running backs at some point. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Uh, Arizona running backs. Arizona. Arizona. Backs. So, the, so that's that's oh, yeah, Chase Evans. Uh, yeah, that's right. Got it. It's funny because like these guys getting cut when other running backs are getting hurt. You know. Yeah. That's how much they don't want him. That's funny. All right. Saints or Packers defense this week. Um, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, I don't know what how what Desmond what is going to look like, but right. if any. If any defense is going to score points, I feel like it's going to be the Saints. Over yeah, the I'm I'm leaning towards the Saints too. Even though the matchup is pretty good for the Packers defense, you know, um, are the Saints at home. The Saints are at, they home, are at home. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going Saints. Yeah, we saw Saints. they took they had um the Buccaneers down. They had the Buccaneers at three points with three minutes left the last time they played. So this is a good defense. You know, that they yeah I would say team. yeah that's where I lean as well. Um. Let's see. Master Makota, Mac Oda is asking, Ramondre is, if Ramondre is out, which he most likely will be, do I flex ETN, Jameson Williams, or Gerald Everett? Uh, I'm going to go ETN here. 
Yep. I think it's pretty uh, easy on this one. Yeah. I, I, I totally get it that he hasn't been doing his thing, but he's capable of putting it up. He still has a role. Nothing changed there. Had a tough matchup last week. Yeah. I wouldn't overthink it. Neither Everett or Jameson Williams are going to have a role like ETN is going to have. And if you could put that in your flex, like the floor is solid exactly. enough. And exactly. he has upside. We've seen Travis ETN do very well. Cold DePetri, I'm sorry, Cold DePatri is asking, pick two in the PPR. Damian Harris, David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins, or Jerry Judy. That's close, man. I think I lean Judy and Montgomery this week in PPR. Yeah, uh, I think so. Because Damian Harris, I think he's going to be exclusively used on the ground. Uh, we yeah. talked about this a, a lot, you know, this week with Stevenson being, you know, if he were not sure if he's going to play. But Dave Montgomery, like we know what he's locked in for in terms of his workload. And Jerry Judy looks like Russell Wilson might play. So I, I'm okay with that. Um, I, I think that's a good pick. Michael Torrey is asking, desperate play in a PPR. Chris Moore. Hodgins and the Giants, Dotson, Shark, Oscaronic. The answer would normally be Shark here, but they're playing the Jets, so I'm actually avoiding him. Right. Chris Moore, if Brandon Cooks is out, which I don't think Brandon Cooks is going to be out. He practiced on a limited basis the last couple of days. He was back in practice yesterday, so mm-hmm. he might not be out. If he's out, I'm going Chris Moore. I, you know, I think I'm going Dotson here, dude. Like Hodgins scored. I think he scored. Did he score a touchdown in two straight games? I think he did. Yeah, he scored thinking. last week for sure. The thing is, so, he's not. He's not really yeah, scoring. He he's not really scoring in a competitive context. You know, they were coming back from way down, and they were just chucking the right. ball up. I'm not trusting the Giants' offense to be scoring enough touchdowns for him to be relevant each week. Um, they've been down in the last couple games that they've played. Even though Skoranek, Skoranek was Baker's number one. Target. That's what I was going to say. Skoranek is intriguing to me as an option. I think I would go with Dotson just because it looked like, you know, like you said, uh, he looked healthier and he was getting some more targets than he has been recently. Um, yeah. Two weeks ago. But Skoranek, I, I wouldn't be afraid to play him. I, I think that he could have a, a decent enough workload. Like if it's a desperate play PPR, he, he could get it done for you. I love these deep questions. Like these yeah. are great. Um, I think I'm going to go Hodgins here. That's where I'm leaning. That's interesting. The, All right, the, so the Giants, the Giants you, have. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm, my bad. I'm going. Um, I, I agree with you when you said uh, Dotson. My, I was going to say you said I'm Dotson confusing the it because, start. The, because they're <laughs> playing. They're, they're playing each other. So like, yes. I got confused. Um, yeah. the, the Giants are a little bit banged up, you know, in their secondary. So, and that's part of the reason why Dotson was able to do his thing. Like he might see a lot of Nick McLeod this week on the outside, yeah. which is a massive advantage. For Dotson, so final answer, Dobson. Right, Dotson, Dotson. Uh, I think we go with Dotson. Skoranek, intriguing, but I wasn't think there I a Dobson on the. Wasn't there a Dobson on the on the on the Commanders before? There was right. A Dobson. I don't remember a Dobson. I think there was a Dobson. Keep guys in the comments, please. I think there was a yeah. Dobson on the, on the <laughs> Commanders. Um. Okay, Jason, with Higgins' hammy issues, uh, should we play him or Pickens? Uh, Higgins full practice, full practice today. Play Higgins. I say Higgins with a tight hammy would be better than Pickens right now. Uh, I, I that's agree. Just me. <laughs> I agree. Give me one hamstring yeah. from Higgins. And I'd be fine. <laughs> Jason M is also asking Komet or Ingram. This I like Komet, like but I'm going to Ingram this week because of the really tough matchup against Philly. Philly hasn't done, hasn't let anything up against tight ends this year. So I'm going to go Ingram. Personally. Neither of them have a good matchup. And I guess, yeah, in this situation, I'll take Ingram. Coming off that big performance, maybe he has something close to that. You know, maybe they unlocked Evan Ingram. We'll see. Wait, who do I? Who do I have? You know, for some reason, um, 
for some reason, I was thinking about Everett when I answered that question just now. I have Komet at 11 and Ingram at 12, so I'm going Komet. <laughs> okay. That, that was a flippity-flop. Uh, no, yeah. Flippity-flop by Faraz. I, I, th- I, th- I thought maybe... Flippity-flops. I thought maybe I would go with Komet in this situation, but Ingram, you know, like you said, they're playing against Philly. The Bears are, so maybe Ingram uh, has a little bit more upside. We'll, we'll see. I, it, I only have one... Um, I only had one cup of coffee this morning, so <laughs> I'm thinking for some reason when he said Ingram, I'm thinking Everett. I don't know fine. why. The um, lines are blurring. Yeah. We can't see. Lines are blurring, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Henderson, Huntley or T-Law? I'm going T-Law over Tyler yeah. Huntley this week, even with a tough matchup. Dallas Cervantes is asking, Evan Ingram, Dallas Goddard, or David Njoku? I think Njoku is probably the safest out of all these guys, but I'm going. I'm playing Goddard. For the upside. Right. Yeah. I think that's Thank fair. You. <laughs> Steve starts at Goddard or Njoku, same question. You know, playing Njoku for this for safety and playing Goddard for more upside. Ryan is asking Dalton Schultz or Goddard. Um, this one's closer to me. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going Schultz here. Yeah, Schultz is a sure thing. I think Goddard. Yeah, you have the upside. Schultz is a sure thing. I think I would go with Schultz. Yeah, yeah I think so. Pedro, pick one: Pacheco, Watson, Judy, Swift. Uh, I'm going Watson here pretty yep. easily. Yeah, I'm going Watson too. That, that one's easy. Alex, Yakabu, half PPR. Pick one, Dulcich, Okonko, and a lot of tight end questions. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Dulcich, Okonko, Ingram. I'm going Okonko. Yeah, I like Okonko in this, in the, in, of those guys there. We answered these. Where, where am I yeah. going? Uh, Fields or Herbert from Jason M. This is close. Yeah. Really close. Um, I, I think... Herbert has all of his weapons back. Yeah. Has a good matchup. Normally, I, I want Herbert. Normally, I would say Fields, but the matchup against Philly has me thinking, you know, I don't think Philly lets up a 50 yard rushing touchdown the Fields. And he's come back to, down to earth a little bit. Like we said, he didn't get the rushing workload that he had following that shoulder injury. And Herbert, like you said, has all of his weapons back. So all the signs are pointing towards Herbert being a better play this week. I could see Fields kind of being a dud this week. Um, I, I, for the first I do time have Herbert at three. And Fields at four. So I did have Herbert ranked above Fields already. Right. So there you go. R. Avila is asking Garrett Wilson, Slayton, Pittman, Waddle. Pick two. I'm going with Garrett Wilson and Pittman. Yeah. That's what I think I would go with too. I would tempted to say Waddle, but, you know, obviously it's no game. I don't think the upside's there at all. So there you go. Who are you going here? Hollywood, Dobbins, or Swift? Pick two. Hmm. I would have to go with – I'm going to shoot for the upside of Swift, and I'm going to start Hollywood. I'm going to leave Dobbins on the bench, I think, this week. I agree. I'm with yeah. you on that one. Hollywood and, Do- Hollywood and Swift for me. Gooner Boy is asking, with Tua's recent struggles and tough matchups ahead, I have him and Watson. Would I be crazy to drop Tua and pair Watson with Goff or Trevor Lawrence? I have a first-round buy. That's a good question. Yeah, it's basically saying like, would you rather have Tua? Or would you rather have Watson? Rest of the season, rest of the yeah. way, right? Let's see. So um, let's look at the Tua's matchups just quick. These exactly. next few weeks, he has. So he has oh, Buffalo in the snow yeah. this weekend, and then next week he has Green Bay, but that's at home. And then they go back on the road. The matchup is fine. The Green Bay matchup is fine. Yeah, they go back yeah. on the road week seventeen against New England. So and then Watson, Watson has New Orleans week sixteen. And then wa- and then he's in Washington week 17. So no matchups that are like just glaringly like amazing for either. Right. Um, um golf or Trevor I, Lawrence. 
I, golf but I think look like. sorry, go ahead. I'd rather so I'd rather pair golf and Trevor Lawrence if I have those options. Does that make sense? Like I'd rather have those two quarterbacks the rest of the season and be able to flip flop with matchups than Tua and Watson. Because That's fair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like if I like if you look at golf's schedule, obviously he has a tough matchup this week against the Jets, but he has Carolina and Chicago the next two weeks, which is two matchups that he could do well in. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you have Lawrence's who's who's looking good lately. Um, Lawrence does Dallas get the Jets next week. Jets, so tough matchup with, with Trevor Lawrence the, the rest yeah. of the way, I would say. Um, so this is this is interesting, man. Um, great question. So looking at it again, I think that the I think maybe Tua and Goff would be the two quarterbacks that I keep yeah. here. That's that's what I'm looking at too. If you go strictly almost based off of the matchups, that's really all it's separating these guys. Um, yeah, I'd go with Goff and um Tua. He has the I'm first not sure. round. He has the first round by, right? Right. And he's going into week sixteen, and in week sixteen, like I'm perfectly, you know, fine playing Tua against Green Bay at home. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, golf too. Like you said, you avoid this matchup against the Jets, and then go rushing into the playoffs. You know, your first round in contention uh, against the Panthers. That's good. And Trevor Lawrence, Agreed. he has in week seventeen to Houston, who has not been friendly to quarterbacks either. So I think that's pretty easy. There you go. I hope that helps, Gunnar. Uh, and let's add to another one of his questions. He, he needs to start two out of these guys. Brian Robinson, Swift, Olave, Rashad White. He has a, he has a bunch of crazy-ass rules with these points, but <laughs> not going to read all that. Too long, didn't read. Brian Robinson, Swift, Olave, Rashad White. Pick two, half-point PPR pretty much. Uh, first down, full, oh, full PPR. Sorry, full PPR. Uh, Brian Robinson, Swift, Olave, Rashad White. Ah oh, man, this is close. I think I lean Olave and Brian Robinson. Yeah, Brian Robinson's my clear pick. I think for he also one, has the, a, we, a half point per first down and half point, half point per, per carry. carry. That's what's making me say Robinson. I think he's an easy pick. I mean, he's yeah. a short yardage machine. You know, if he's getting first downs and carries, I could see him going 18, 20 carries with like six or seven first downs. Like, yeah, that's gonna Robinson be a bunch of points for Olave. Right there. there you go. Yeah. That's what I would go with. It turned out we did read your stupid rules. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Omana is asking, uh, would I be wrong to start someone like K to Otten over Frymuth? His injury mixed with his low snapshot is scaring me. I get it, man, but I'm still starting Frymuth over over Otten personally. Right. Uh, Aaron Jones or Christian Watson? I'm going to go Christian Watson there, Pedro. Yep. Aaron Rodgers or Tyler Huntley? Dude, I'm liking Aaron Rodgers this week. He got his Romeo dubs back too. Good matchup against the Rams on Monday night at home. I yeah, think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big day. I'm going to make a little bold prediction here. I think Aaron Rodgers finishes top five in the week. Oh boy, oh boy, we're going to have to come back to this on Monday. We will we'll see how it goes. We I, I will. think. No, oh, no, it's Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday. We we got a little while, but um, look at this. You made him say sorry for calling his rule stupid. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> he boy. His rule. I'm so sorry, Gunnar. My bad, my bad. I, I didn't mean to make make you feel bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's see Mon- uh, Connor's asking Montgomery Pacheco Knight pick two in standard this is close yeah um, I, I think I have Mon- go go for it let me hear it I, I have Montgomery and Pacheco I think okay. Knight makes a lot of his money you know in the receiving game I'm not sure if he's going to get that either way regardless so I, I think Montgomery and Pacheco they're both going to be early down running backs or Zonvin Knight he's early down but he also gets a little bit of work you know in the passing game I'm going to go with Montgomery and Pacheco here. 
Um, Who's it between? I'm going to go Pacheco and Knight. All right. So was it between Knight and Montgomery for you? Is that what it was? Yeah. 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 I like Pacheco this week on the ground against Houston. And, you know, Montgomery and Knight. If I had to choose who has more all-purpose yards, you know, I would say Montgomery between him and Knight. But if I had to choose who has a higher score, higher chance of scoring a touchdown, I still think it's the Jets. I still think it's that. Not. That's fair. That that is that is important. I'm that's, thinking, you know, you see standard, the yardage just goes off in my head. I don't, I, agreed. I think, agreed. And I think the I yardage Montgomery. play, if I had to choose between those two, I think Montgomery does. I, as a matter of fact, I think Montgomery has the highest yardage total out of all these guys. Yeah, right. Um, all, all three. But I think the highest chance of scoring a touchdown is is him. Aaron Dobson? I don't think that's him, dude. Aaron, I don't think it was him. Just because your name is Aaron doesn't mean uh, the guy's name was Aaron Dobson. Um, <laughs> well, you said you said that Aaron Dobson was on the Commanders. <laughs> no, I didn't say. Did I say Aaron Dobson? I said there wasn't a Dobson on the Mike Dobson. It wasn't Do- Mike Dobson either. Aaron. No, um, um, I think our producer put something in the chat. Yeah, Aaron Dobson played Ab- for the Dob- Patriots, Lions, and Cardinals. Who was the guy, man? I'm thinking about the Commanders. I think it was a wide receiver. Am I am I messing this up? I'm, I think I'm messing this up. It was a wide receiver, uh, second round wide receiver, or something like that, who failed. Uh, to do anything on the commanders. Oh man, no, I, I'm trying to think. Do you know who I'm I've about? heard of a I've heard of a Dodson. Dodson, I think it was Dodson. Was it yeah, Dodson? I, I don't think it was Dodson. I've heard of a Dodson, but I've never heard of a Dobson. Let me see if we have a Dodson anywhere. Dobson wide receiver. No, Dodson is a linebacker for the Bills right now. <laughs> yeah, so. you're right. All right. Sorry guys, I, I'm going crazy today. All right, we only got one more question, and then we're gonna call it. Uh. Connor's asking Swift or Zonovan Knight. This one's easy. Knight. Knight. Yeah. Zonovan Knight there. And that'll do it, guys. Good luck this week. Um, big week, week 15. Hopefully, hopefully you guys can make it to week 16. If you got a first round bye, good for you. Must be nice. Uh, but we'll see you guys on Monday. I'll be going live on Sunday uh, before the game start. So we'll see you there. And we'll answer some last minute start sick questions. But, uh, you know, with anything changing between now and then. All right, guys, take it easy. We'll see you. For me, Zach, Mike, our producer, have a great weekend. See you later. Bye-bye.